who was a relatively young um, sailor from Massachusetts, was found half frozen on a beach in what's now the Belltown area of Seattle. And I'm sure people have heard of Doc Maynard, the um, town's first kind of official physician. He amputated um, Edward Moore's frozen feet with an ax and he and his wife, his second wife, Catherine, took him into their home for a while to help take care of him. And they were able to nurse him back to health in terms of his physical health, although he was permanently crippled. But he had some sort of insanity. Um, They don't really specify what it is. Um, It's most likely he had schizophrenia. And so the town, townspeople, it was a very small town, probably about 50 residents at the time, uh, white residents, got together to figure out what to do with him. They shipped him down to Steelacum to be cared for by a physician. And he came back up to Seattle, and then he ended up back on the beach taking care of himself not very well. And the townsfolk finally were frustrated and and took up a collection of their own and paid a ship's captain to ship him back to his hometown in Worcester, Massachusetts. And that's kind of like where the history of Seattle's first official homeless person, insane pauper, stopped. But as I was doing research, I had finally had a librarian in, in Worcester County in Massachusetts who alerted me to his death record. And so it ended up that he had returned to his his family in Ashburnham, but he uh, killed himself. Um, he hung himself um, not not long after he had returned to Worcester County. So that just the, his whole kind of as much of his whole story as I could as I could discover, um, I felt as a nurse, having worked with many people who are homeless, as a researcher, as a, a policymaker that there was so much kind of nestled in that, almost like that origin story of our town of of Seattle and our first official homeless person. So that's what took me off on the journey of what became this book. So the topic of homelessness is personal to you on what seems to be a variety of levels. I'm wondering first and foremost, could you talk about the fact that you, you had your own experience with homelessness? I did. Um, I was homeless for about six months in my hometown of Richmond, Virginia, and it was when I was a young adult, and I was already a nurse, a nurse practitioner, and I was working with um, one of the first healthcare for the homeless um, clinics in our country in Richmond, Virginia at that point, was also operated by a very fundamentalist Christian organization, and I uh, had kind of a clash of worldviews with them over especially treatment of people with HIV AIDS and also women and and girls asking for abortions. And so that factored into, as well as the disintegration of my, my marriage into a really deep depression. And I lost my job, lost, lost my marriage and lost my home and was, was homeless kind of living in my car in kind of abandoned sheds and, you know, what we call couch surfing um, with very various people was very unstably housed, if not literally homeless on the streets or in emergency shelters for six months until I did my own Greyhound therapy and got out of Richmond, 
went to Baltimore, had a, had a change of scene <laughs> and went back to get my doctorate in public health to try and, and affect change at a different level and was then was able to work for an agency in Baltimore, an HIV AIDS clinic that was much more in line with my values. And so got out of homelessness. And obviously that's my own personal story. I totally recognize my privileges, including white privilege and the fact that I already had a good education. I had a good degree in, in nursing so that, that my path is much different than people who don't have those advantages. But it has definitely affected both my, my work as a nurse, as a nurse practitioner. Um, I continue to do uh, hands-on work um, with people experiencing homelessness and having a direct impact on policies and programs. I'm wondering, with your own personal experience and you know the amount of time you've spent working on this, plus research for the book, I'm wondering, maybe specifically to Seattle, but also maybe in general, if there's you know one thing that you see on a daily basis that stands out to you as one of the most important things that needs to immediately change. During the pandemic in Seattle and King County, we know people very, very quickly worked across different sectors and got, you know, motels and hotels, had healthcare for the homeless and public health nurses who were, you know, helping with um, supervising or Harborview nurses supervising care and getting people out of um, homelessness on the streets into into much better housing. And then how many of those people have then gone on to be stably housed, you know, at least for the amount of time now. So of, of taking that momentum and lessons learned here and across across the world, of having a will to to keep that up and and to grow that instead of going back to our divisiveness and growing um, income inequities. 